everybody, welcome to the $100 MBA show where you karate chop your business fears with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online. And in today's lesson, you will learn, is price really important to customers? A very important topic that a lot of people struggle with, so let's get down to business. So is price really important to customers? Now that's a really tough question to answer because price is a subjective term and I'm gonna explain exactly what I mean by that in a moment. But the short answer is yes, price is important because it is one of the factors that help people decide if they're going to buy your product or service. But the real question is, is why is it important or how is it important? And I'm gonna give you a really clear example of why is it important or how can it be of importance. So let's take a look at the three largest purchases that most people make in their lifetime. Uh, Usually the first largest purchase is a home, if they buy a house. The second one is usually education, like their college education probably costs more than anything besides their home. Some people, their education is more than their home, but let's just, for the sake of this argument, most people, uh, they spend around you know fifty to $100,000 on education in the U.S. This is a, a, a major um, cost. I'm talking about American households here. And the third one is usually buying a car, okay? So when you purchase a car, it's usually, you know, it could range. Obviously, there's cars that are, you know, half a million dollars, but most people are buying cars in the range between, you know, twenty to $50,000. So let's take a look at these three examples and see how price can affect the purchasing decision. So let's start with the car. Let's start with the lowest uh, of the three. So the best-selling car or car manufacturer in America is Toyota. And most of their cars, they price around $15,000 to $30,000, depending on the features and the model and all that stuff, right? So most people in America, they buy a car because they need one. It's a necessity. They need to buy a car so they can get to work, so they can get around. People, when they buy necessities, they want to be able to buy or get as much as they can with their purchasing dollar. So Toyota is very big on value. They're gonna give you uh, a very reliable car that's smooth, that's great on gas, that has all the features that people want, like you know the necessities like power windows, power locks, AC, all that stuff. It's not super luxurious. It's not you know a BMW, which is very fun to drive and built as the ultimate driving machine where you're you know enjoying the, every single drive and every single turn and all that stuff, right? but a Toyota is built to give you the most value so you can feel like, oh, I'm getting a lot for my money. I have to buy a car, so I'm gonna go with a Toyota because it's gonna give me as much of the necessities I need for a very low price or for a reasonable price. There are cars that are cheaper than Toyota, but Toyota is a great little, they, they, they model their business on giving as much value for as low as possible. They're gonna charge a little bit more, but you're gonna get a whole lot more for that little bit more money. So when you're talking about necessities, price is important because they want to know how much are they going to be able to pay, have to pay in order to get a certain amount of value. Let's look at education, for example. Now, why do people get an education in the first? Why do people go to university in the first place and drop 50, 60, 70, 100,000 dollars on an education? Because an education is perceived as an investment. Now, price when you look at an investment is very, very interesting. Now, say for example, you're selling an ebook and your ebook teaches people how to build a website, for example, right? How to build a website for a small business, okay? So this is an education. You're teaching them something and they can take that education and use it. 
They could see it as an investment. How much money can I make if I learn these skills about building a website for business? I can either be a freelancer and start making money building other websites, or I can build one for my own and save money, right? And don't need to hire somebody out. So this is seen as an investment. The same thing goes with a big ticket item like an education in a university. People pay all this money because they feel like it's an investment. I will get it back because I will be able to get a great paying job or whatever it is for the rest of my life once I get this education. And it's seen as an investment. So if you are able to take your products and services and position them as an investment, people start seeing an ROI, a return on investment, more than, oh, is this book, these pages, these words worth this amount of money? No, they're seeing as, I'm gonna acquire a skill that will help me save money or make money. So that is a great position to be in. And that's why universities, I know this because I used to be a former educator, I was a teacher in high school and college, I was an administrator, I was in management meetings, so I saw a lot of the dirty secrets. And the reason why universities make a lot of money, besides college sports, is because people see university education as as an investment. And they know that, and they are able to charge more and more and more every year. Every year it gets more and more expensive. Tuition keeps going up and up and up. And they're able to do that because people just are, you know, they're they're trained, they're just in habit of go get a college education to get a good, a good job. I'm not against college education, um, but I do think it's extremely overpriced, and I think that there's a lot of ways you can learn other than, you know, the traditional way. There's other options. But that's a different story. But what I'm trying to say is that if you can position your product and service as an investment so you can make more money or save money, that is a great way for you to be able to actually charge more for your products or services. You know, I know people that charge $39, $40, $50, $100 for an ebook that's about 150 pages. And they're able to do that because they're positioning their product in a way that looks like an investment, right? It's a way not in the way it looks like an investment, but in a way that they're showing them, if you learn what I'm teaching you through this book, you can make X amount of dollars or you can uh, be able to save X amount of dollars. So this is a really great point that I really want to show you. And we see all around us in you know university education, but sometimes we forget. Let's take a look at the last example with buying a home. Now, why do people buy a house? Now, you might say, oh, that's a necessity too. Actually, it's not. A lot of people, you don't need to buy a house to have shelter, you can rent. A lot of people can rent. I've rented all my life, I've never bought a house, and I think it's one of the most solid decisions I've made. Uh, there's a lot of arguments for and against buying houses in terms of inflation and you know property tax and maintenance and the total amount of money you're spending over the course of the year, but that's another story. But my point is that why do people buy houses? It's because they want to feel a sense of security. They want to feel a sense of ownership. Remember the the lesson that we had on um, why do people buy, right? I believe that was lesson three or something, right? And uh, yeah, exactly. I just looked it up. It's why people buy. It's lesson three. So people buy because they want to feel secure. They want to feel they have a sense of ownership. They have a house. They feel like, okay, I'm living the American dream. That's why people buy. They also, you know, they may rationalize by saying, oh, I'm paying you know, a mortgage rather than paying rent, so I'm not wasting no money. Anybody who's a financial analyst, if you read, you know, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, you know, he'll tell you straight up that you're buying your own house is a liability and not an investment. But that's another story again, but let's focus on price in that point. Why do people pay 250 and 300,000 and up to, you know, millions of dollars, sometimes millions of dollars for a house? 
It's very simple because they pay that much money because that's the market value. That's what they see around and those are the choices. Like these are all the houses are this much in this area. It's all these houses are $300,000. Uh, give or take, you know, but it all depends on how many bedrooms, blah, 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 but they're all priced because that's the market price. So when you're pricing your products or services, you should always look at what the market price is, especially your services, you're in the services. What is a going rate for this type of work, for this type of quality of work, right? Now, when I say quality of work, the equivalent of that in the home is like, you know, in California or San Diego, where I'm from or where I'm living, La Jolla is a very upscale neighborhood, right? A house, a three-bedroom house there is going to be a lot more expensive because of the neighborhood, because of the quality of the neighborhood and the area and the location and the beach is different from, you know, living in Barrio Logan, right? Barrio Logan is the inner city and you're going to pay a whole lot less for a three-bedroom there. So the same thing goes with your services. If, you're, if the quality of your work as a photographer is comparable to somebody else's quality of work, then you can say, hey, I can charge just as much because your quality matches up. So that's the going rate. All right, so let's wrap up. What's the whole point of this whole lesson? The point is, is that price is important, but your job is to make sure that you can explain and prove that your price is more than fair. Actually, it's a great deal. And the way you do it is through these three examples. Either one, you can show that how much value you're getting, the Toyota example. You're getting all these things. You're getting a 10-year warranty. You're getting all these features. You're getting you know, all this great reputation of quality of the Toyota brand and all this stuff, right? So uh, great on gas, right? So so Toyota is, all, is showing you how much value they're offering for the price. So when you look at the price, oh, that's not bad because you're getting all this stuff, right? When you look at the education example, you know, it, the price is, is a great deal or it's reasonable or it makes sense because, hey, if I take this course, if I take this book and learn, I can make X amount of dollars or I can save X amount of dollars. I see it as an investment, right? With the house example, when you're pricing your products, you're looking at your house and you're saying, hey, that's just the going rate of the house in this area. So look at the going rate of the prices in your services or even products in your market. So yes, price is important to customers, but what's really important for you to do is to make sure that you explain your price and show how it's a great deal for them. Thanks, guys, for listening to The $100 MBA Show. Leave us an iTunes rating and review. All our listeners that leave a rating and review, enter a weekly draw to win a free lifetime membership to The $100 MBA. That's everything inside The $100 MBA, the 180 lessons, all the videos, all the workbooks, all the courses, the community form. I can go on and on. But every week, somebody gets a free ride. So if you submit your iTunes rating and review, you can win. On iTunes, it's very easy to give a rating and a review. Don't know how to submit an iTunes rating or review? No problem. Just visit 100mba.net backslash show for clear instructions. Thanks again, guys, for listening. And remember, all these little challenges you go through in business, they're challenges for a reason. They help you grow. They help you learn. They help you find out what kind of business person you're going to be and carve your own path. Thanks, guys, for listening. Check you next time. Oh,